Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with the food and grocery sector, almost 400 ASDA staff who are members of the GMB union are voting until 5th March on whether to take industrial action at stores in three locations. It comes as employees at the retailer's Gosport store went on strike earlier this month. In other news, Aldi cut prices across its fruit and vegetable range, resulting in over 50 items dropping in price by an average of 7%. It comes as Morrison's launched its Aldi and Lidl price match scheme. Aldi also plans to create 5,500 new roles as part of its UK expansion strategy. The roles will be created at new stores opening this year, including store assistants, managers and cleaners, while the retailer will also be hiring for its 11 new regional distribution centres and at its head office. Meanwhile, Lidl is reportedly looking to raise funds to construct 12 new sites across the country. The retailer is looking for £91.1 million from investors to build the stores, which it then plans to rent back from them. And Sainsbury's announced a partnership with Costa, which will see 11 in-store cafes opened in 2024. Costa is investing over £3 million in the partnership, which is claimed to create over 100 new jobs. Sainsbury's currently stocks Costa's ready-to-drink and at-home ranges, while also running over 1,000 express machines across its stores and petrol stations. Elsewhere in the sector. BP appointed former Marks & Spencer franchise director David Philpott to the newly created role of convenience trading director for Europe. Philpott is set to play a key role in overseeing the growth of the company's European network of over 3,000 convenience stores and in terms of results, Walmart saw revenue increase by 5.7% in its fourth quarter and e-commerce sales up 23% globally. The retailer attributed the performance to its omnichannel model and noted that gains in market share came primarily from more affluent households. Now let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. Gymshark saw sales grow 15% for the full year ending July 2023. Pre-tax profit fell from just under £28 million to £13.1 million, but this was affected by the drawing of a revolving credit facility. The retailer also announced a wholesale partnership with Selfridges to launch its premium range everywhere, and is set to open its second London store at Westfield Stratford City in the summer. Secret sales recorded an 85% increase in like-for-like sales for the 2023 full year, with a 25% year-on-year increase in total inventory to £4 billion. The marketplace also reported growth of 100% across women's wear, and plans to add 200 more brands to its platform in 2024. Mitharisa recorded an adjusted EBITDA loss and an operating loss in the three months to December 2023. However, net sales increased by 3.6% year-on-year in the period, with robust growth in the USA. The retailer also saw average order values reach a record high in the quarter. In other news, Higher Street is moving closer to a subscription-style business model for its clothing rental, with customers now having the option to rent two items for 30 days for £30 or receive a five-item bundle for the same period for £65. It comes as the company noted an increase in rentals for casual use in 2023, driving up the average number of items per order. The marketplace is also introducing a rewards scheme that allows shoppers to accumulate points and Reserved will be opening its fifth UK store at Westfield White City in the second half of May offering the retailer's full product range across women's wear, men's wear and children's wear. Moving on, multiple job cuts were announced this week in the sector. Farfetch plans to lay off up to 30% of its workforce following its acquisition by Coupang. 
Areas of focus for the cuts are thought to be the design team as well as Farfetch platform solutions. It comes as the retailer's chief executive and other senior executives stepped down last week. And Nike plans to cut nearly 2% of its total workforce, amounting to over 1,600 jobs, in a bid to reduce costs and save £1.6 billion over the next three years. The footwear giant predicts slowing sales in H2 2024. Some key people moves were announced too. ASOS appointed Anthony Bensadoun as its new executive vice president of digital product, effective from 26 February, and reporting directly to the chief executive. Sadoon was most recently chief product officer at Mexican used car marketplace Carvac, and Joe Brown's appointed Dawn Bannerman as its new chief executive officer, with immediate effect. Bannerman was formerly chief commercial officer and UK chief marketing officer at French homewares and fashion retailer La Redoute. Moving on to health and beauty, the body shop is set to close around half of its 198 UK stores as part of its restructuring, under administrators, FRP advisory. Two in five jobs at its head office will also be cut in an effort to reduce the workforce to 400 full-time employees. There is further uncertainty in continental Europe where over 2,000 employees' jobs are at risk as ownership of the retailer remains unclear. Meanwhile, W.H. Smith and Holland and Barrett used LinkedIn to express their interest in employing the body shop staff affected by job cuts and store closures, inviting them to apply for vacancies across departments and operations. In Electricals News, Curry's rejected a takeover proposal from U.S. investment firm Elliott Advisors on the grounds that it had been undervalued. It comes as the retailer upgraded its adjusted pre-tax profit guidance from £105 million to £115 million despite seeing a 3% fall in like-for-like sales in the 10 weeks to January. And in household goods, Wilco revealed the opening of a new store in Poole's Dolphin Shopping Centre, the date of which is yet to be confirmed, while an opening date of 29 March was announced for its stores in Rotherham and St Albans. It follows strong trading being reported at the first stores opened under the ownership of the range in December. Moving on to department stores, marketplaces and specialists, Pets at Home appointed Anya Madsen as its new chief operating officer, effective from April. Madsen was formerly CEO of Danish supermarket chain Fotex and previously held senior roles at Tesco and Sainsbury's and Pepco Group plans to exit Austria after over two years, as it did not expect the market to reach the appropriate level of returns expected. The retailer entered the market in September 2021 and has 73 stores in the country. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from retail economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.